Chapter 69, Switching Tables. The next day at lunch, stupid me, I sat down at a table with Tristan, Nino, and Pablo. I thought maybe they were safe because they weren't really considered popular, but they weren't out there playing D&D at recess either. They were sort of in-betweeners. And at first, I thought I scored because they were basically too nice to not acknowledge my presence when I walked over to the table. They all said, hey, though I could tell they looked at each other. But then the same thing happened that happened yesterday. Our table was called, they got their food, and then headed toward a new table on the other side of the cafeteria. Unfortunately, Mrs. G, who was the lunch teacher that day, saw what happened and chased after them. That's not allowed, boys, she scolded them now loudly. This is not that kind of school. You get right back to your table. Oh, great. Like that was going to help. Before they could be forced down to sit back before they could be forced to sit back down at the table, I got up with my tray and walked away fast. I could hear Mrs. G call my name but I pretended not to hear and just kept walking to the other side of the cafeteria behind the lunch counter. Sit with us, Jack. It was summer. She and August were sitting at their table and they were both waving me over. Chapter 70, why I didn't sit with August the first day of school. Okay. I'm a total hypocrite, I know. That very first day of school, I remember seeing August in the cafeteria. Everybody was looking at him, talking about him. Back then, no one was used to his face or even knew that he was coming to Beecher, so it was a total shocker for a lot of people to see him there on the first day of school. Most kids were even afraid to get near him. So when I saw him going into the cafeteria ahead of me, I knew he would have no one to sit with, but I just couldn't bring myself to sit with him. I'd been hanging out with him all morning long because we had so many classes together, and I guess I was just kind of wanting a little normal time to chill with other kids. So when I saw him move to a table on the other side of the lunch counter, I purposely found a table as far away from there as I could find. I sat down with Isaiah and Luca, even though I'd never met them before, and we talked about baseball the whole time, and I played basketball with them at recess. They became my lunch table from then on. I heard Summer had sat down with August, which surprised me because I knew for the fact, I knew for a fact she wasn't one of the kids that Tushman had talked to about being friends with Augie, so I knew she was doing it just to be nice. And that was pretty brave, I thought. So now, here I was, sitting with Summer and August, and they were being totally nice to me as always. I filled them in on everything that Charlotte had told me, except for the whole big part about my having snapped under the pressure of being August's friend, or the part about Julian's mom saying that Augie had special needs, or the part about the school board. I guess all I really told them about was how Julian had had a holiday party and managed to turn the whole grade against me. It just feels so weird, I said, 
not having people to talk to, pretending you don't exist? Augie started smiling. You think? He said sarcastically. Welcome to my world. Chapter 71, Sides. So here are the official sides, said Summer at lunch the next day. She pulled out a folded piece of loose leaf paper and opened it. It had three columns of names. Jack's side. Jack, August, Reed, Max G, Max W. Julian's side. Miles, Henry, Amos, Simon, Tristan, Pablo, Nino, Isaiah, Luca, Jake, Toland, Roman, Ben, Emmanuel, Zeke, and Tommaso. Neutrals. Malik, Remo, Jose, Leaf, Ram, Ivan, Russell. Where did you get this? said Augie, looking over my shoulder as I read the list. Charlotte made it, Summer answered quickly. She gave it to me last period. She said she thought you should know who was on your side, Jack. Yeah, not many people, that's for sure, I said. Reed is, she said, and the two Maxes. Great, the nerds are on my side. Don't be mean, said Summer. I think Charlotte likes you, by the way. Yeah, I know. Are you going to ask her out? Are you kidding? I can't. Now that everyone's acting like I have the plague. The second I said it, I realized I shouldn't have said it. There was this awkward moment of silence. I looked at Augie. It's okay, he said. I knew about it. Sorry, dude, I said. I didn't know they called it the plague, though, he said. I figured it was more like the cheese touch or something. Oh, yeah, like the Diary of the Wimpy Kid, I nodded. Hmm, the plague actually sounds cooler, he joked. Like someone could catch the black death of ugliness. As he said this, he made air quotes. I think it's awful, said Summer. But Augie shrugged while taking a big sip from his juice box. Anyway, I am not asking Charlotte out, I said. My mom thinks we're all too young to be dating anyway, she answered. What if Reed asked you out, I said. Would you go? I could tell she was surprised. No, she said. Just asking, I laughed. She shook her head and smiled. Why? What do you know? Nothing, I'm just asking, I said. I actually agree with my mom, she said. I do think we're too young to be dating. I mean, I just don't see what the rush is. Yeah, I agree, said August, which is kind of a shame, you know, with all those hot babes that keep throwing themselves at me and stuff. He said it in such a funny way that the milk I was drinking came out my nose when I laughed, which made us all totally crack up. Chapter 72, August's House. It was already the middle of January and we still haven't even chosen what science fair project we were going to work on. 
I guess I kept putting it off because I just didn't want to do it. Finally, August was like, dude, we have to do this. So we went to his house after school. I was really nervous because I didn't know if August had ever told his parents about what we now call the Halloween incident. Turns out the dad wasn't even home and the mom was running errands. I'm pretty sure from the two seconds I spent talking to her that Augie had never mentioned a thing about it. She was super cool and friendly toward me. When I first walked into Augie's room, I was like, whoa, Augie, you have got a serious Star Wars addiction. He had ledges full of Star Wars miniatures and a huge Empire Strikes Back poster on his wall. I know, right? He laughed. He sat down on a rolling chair next to his desk, and I plopped down on a beanbag chair in the corner. That's when his dog waddled into the room right up to me. He was on your holiday card, I said, letting the dog sniff my hand. She, he corrected me. Daisy, you can pet her. She doesn't bite. When I started petting her, she basically rolled, just rolled over onto her back. She wants you to rub her tummy, said August. Okay, this is the cutest dog I've ever seen, I said, rubbing her stomach. I know, right? She's the best dog in the world. Aren't you, girly? As soon as I heard Augie's voice say that, as soon as she heard Augie's voice say that, the dog started wagging her tail and went over to him. Who's my little girly? Who's my little girly? Augie was saying as she licked him all over the face. I wish I had a dog, I said. My parents think our apartment's too small. I started looking around at all the stuff in his room while he played on the computer. Hey, you've got an Xbox 360? Can we play? Dude, we're here to work on the science fair project. Do you have Halo? Of course I have Halo. Please, can we play? He had logged on to the Beecher website and was now scrolling down Ms. Rubin's teacher page through the list of the science fair projects. Can you see from there? He said. I sighed and went to sit on a little stool that was right next to him. Cool, iMac, I said. What kind of computer do you have? Dude, I don't even have my own room, much less my own computer. My parents have this ancient Dell that's practically dead. Okay, how about this one? He said, turning the screen in my direction so that I would look. I made a quick scan of the screen and my eyes literally started blurring. Making a sun clock, he said. That sounds kind of cool. I leaned back. Can't we just make a volcano? Everyone makes volcanoes. Dude, that's because it's easy, I said, petting Daisy again. What about how to make crystal spikes out of Epsom salt? Sounds boring, I answered. So why do you call her Daisy? He didn't look up from the screen. My sister named her. I wanted to call her Darth. Actually, Technically speaking, her full, full name is Darth Daisy, but we never really call her that.
Darth Daisy, that's funny. Hi, Darth Daisy, I said to the dog, who rolled on her back again for me to rub her tummy. Okay, this is the one, said August, pointing to a picture on the screen of a bunch of potatoes with wires poking out of them. How to build an organic battery made of potatoes. Now that's cool. It says here you could power a lamp with it. We could call it the spud lamp or something. What do you think? Dude, that sounds way too hard. You know I suck at science. Shut up, you do not. Yeah, I do. I got 54 on my last test. I suck at science. No, you don't. And that was only because we were still fighting and I wasn't helping you. I can help you now. This is a good project, Jack. We've got to do it. Fine, whatever. I shrugged. Just then, there was a knock on the door. A teenage girl with long, dark, wavy hair poked her head inside the door. She wasn't expecting to see me. Oh, hey, she said to both of us. Hey, Via, said August, looking back at the screen. Via, this is Jack. Jack, this is Via. Hey, I said, nodding hello. Hey, she said, looking at me carefully. I knew the second that August said my name that he had told her about the stuff I had said about him. I could tell from the way she was looking at me. In fact, the way she looked at me made me think she remembered me from that day on Carvel, at Carvel on Amesford Avenue all those years ago. Augie, I have a friend I want you to meet, okay? She said, he's coming over in a few minutes. Is he your new boyfriend? August teased. Via kicked the bottom of the chair. Just be nice, she said, and left the room. Dude, your sister's hot, I said. I know. She hates me, right? You told her about the Halloween incident? Yeah. Yeah, she hates me, yeah? Or, yeah, you told her about Halloween? Both. Chapter 73, The Boyfriend. Two minutes later, the sister came back with this guy named Justin. Seemed like a cool enough dude. Longish hair, little round glasses. He was carrying a big, long, shiny silver case that ended in a sharp point on the end. Justin, this is my little brother, August, said Via. And that's Jack. Hey, guys said Justin, shaking our hand. He seemed a little nervous. I guess maybe it was because he was meeting August for the f first time. Sometimes I forget what a shock it is the first time you meet him. Cool room. Are you Via's boyfriend? Augie asked mischievously, and his sister pulled his cap down over his face. What's in your case? I said. A machine gun? Ha! answered the boyfriend. That's funny. No, it's a, a fiddle. Justin's a fiddler, Via said. He's in a Zydeco band. What the heck's a Zydeco band? asked Augie, looking at me. It's a type of music, said Justin, like Creole music. What's Creole? I said. 
You should just tell people it's a machine gun, said Augie. Nobody would ever mess with you. Huh, I guess you're right, Justin said, nodding and tucking his hair behind his ears. Creole is the type of music they play in Louisiana, he said to me. Are you from Louisiana? I asked. No, um, he answered, pushing up his glasses. I'm from Brooklyn. I don't know why this made me want to laugh. Come on, Justin, said Via, pulling him by the hand. Let's go hang out in my room. Okay, see you guys later. Bye, he said. Bye. Bye. As soon as they left the room, Augie looked at me, smiling. I'm from Brooklyn, I said. And we both started laughing hysterically.